moving on because we're going to be talking about the police and the Metropolitan Police, but the police more generally as well. It's been a really torrid period, hasn't it, for the police uh, over many, many months now. We all remember Dame Cressida Dix. Pretty torrid commissionership of the Metropolitan Police, for example. Scandal after scandal, lots and lots of negative headlines about the, how the police had handled all sorts of issues, whether it was the vigil for Sarah Everard to historic allegations of corruption. Remember that panel inquiry saying that the Metropolitan Police had been institutionally corrupt, even that Dame Cressida Dick had herself uh, impeded the workings of that inquiry. Of course, in the end, she had to go. But even in this last week, with Sir Mark Rowley taken over from Dame Cressida Dick, we've had what's happened with the uh, killing of Chris Gable. We had the situation even just this morning with two uh, police officers being stabbed. So we've both got it on both ends, both questions about the police's own conduct and whether the Metropolitan Police can reform itself and the police more widely, but also about crime. Generally in Britain, crime in England and Wales, it has had a 20-year high. You may have seen Boris Johnson in his final peroration on Downing Street talking about how community crime had reached historic lows while he was using one particular statistic. Because if you look at the overall statistics, as I say, England and Wales, crime is a 20-year high. Do you have confidence that the police, A, can turn themselves around as an institution, the Met, but also other police forces um, across Britain? They can turn themselves, get their own houses in order. But even if they can do that, you think they can do that, I want to hear, to you about, hear from you about crime, your experiences of crime, where you think Britain is going on this particular story, which you can argue in some ways has been underreported over the past few years as it gradually has worsened in different parts of the UK. 03456060973, text 84850, tweet at LBC or me, Lewis underscore uh, Goodall. But first, let's just get the thoughts of Ian Donnelly, former superintendent, West Midlands Police, also served in the Met during his 30-year career as well. He's the author of the book Tango, Juliet, Juliet Foxtrot, How Did It All Go Wrong for British Policing? And he also hosts the podcast Tango, Juliet Foxtrot. Ian, um, your assessment of where we are, both in terms of kind of the police as an institution, not just the Met more widely, but also in terms of the crime situation in the UK and the challenges facing the police. Hi, Lewis. Um, thanks very much for having me on. Um, yeah, it's a real mess. It's a real mess, I'm afraid. Um, so in, in my book and, you know, and many times in the podcast, interviewing lots of people who, who are sort of broadly in agreement that, um, crime and, uh, policing in the UK is in a dreadful mess. Um, but I've got to say, uh, like everything in life, everything happens for a reason. And, um, I've got to say, this is not a political point. This is a statement of uh, fact. Uh, that this government, I'm sorry to say, has been a complete disaster for public safety. When you say this, when you say this government, I assume you're not re referring particularly to the to no, transition. No, you're talking about the Conservative government over 12 years. I'm talking years. about the Tory government since 2010. Right. Um, under, when David Cameron came in, he had a massive bee in his bonnet about, about the police service. Uh, he made it very clear that he was going to, um, you know, come in with really some quite uh, aggressive... Um, cuts to resources. Uh, we saw those cuts being um, brought in by Theresa May when she was Home Secretary and then con continued as, as Prime Minister. So we lost uh, you know, 20,000 police officers, 25,000 members of police staff who have never been re replaced. 75% uh, of the police stations in London have been closed. Because we uh, should 50... say, I mean, again, just referring back to that, I mentioned Boris Johnson's sort of uh, final words. He cited this as well, this idea of he obviously went into the 2019 election saying 20,000 new police officers. And they have, I think, recruited about half of that number so far. But that itself only takes us back up 
to, I don't think it fully compensates for the overall losses since 2010. Yeah, the, the other part of that story is they actually have to recruit something in the region of about 55,000 just to bring us back to where we were in 2010. Yeah. Uh, the attrition rate for those new officers joining is very, very high. Some forces in England and Wales are losing up to 20% of those new officers uh, before they've even completed their two-year probation. Um, so the, you've got that sort of context of, of, of a very aggressive um, sort of austerity. They call it austerity. We call it a mean-spirited attack on policing. Um, but it's not just policing, Lewis. It's the whole of the criminal justice system. So, you know, 50% of the magistrates' courts in England and Wales have been, have been closed. The barristers are currently striking. The likelihood of you actually getting to court and having your case heard um, is, is very, very low. Any likely it's sort of two to three years, as they're saying, for a serious offence. And do you think that actually, does that actually, I've heard this said, I mean, do you, does, do you think it actually does make a uh, a difference in terms of a disincentive around incentives around committing crimes in the sense that criminals potentially know that you know, even if they're caught, they may not end up in court for years. Yeah, yeah. Well, they know that they're not stupid, Lewis. Um, you know that we've we've got a we've got something around uh, five point six percent of total recorded crime now resulting in a what we would describe as a positive outcome. In other words, as someone being identified and charged and going to court, that figure has dropped year on year on year. In two thousand fifteen, it was sitting at around sixteen percent. It's now dropped to sort of just over five percent. Wow. Uh, the levels of burglary resolution are are appallingly bad when i was when i was um you know investigating burglary not that long ago sort of 10 to 12 years ago um we would have been sitting at around 20 percent of burglary offenses being resolved it's now about five percent theft has effectively become decriminalized in the uk because of lack of resources but again there's another side to this lewis which is around the fact that the police service nationally has been asked to do more and more and more and more. So 40% of police time is now dealt with dealing with people with mental health issues. And, and that means that for every minute they're dealing with someone with a mental health crisis, that's sitting in a hospital or sitting in a cell block watching them to stop making sure they're not self-harming. That's a minute that they're not dealing with victims of crime. So the whole thing is a, a a flipping mess. And do you think is do you think the Met? I mean, obviously the Met always gets the attention, but obviously we've got new leadership with the Met now as Mark Rowley. I mean, do you think that they have a particular problem? Uh, I think policing in London is um, unbelievably complex. It's unbelievably political. Um, I think the the sad thing I think for most police officers, and this is where police officers are starting to get really fed up with it, um, is that the only news stories that that they hear about um, in, the, in in the, on the TV or in the newspapers um, are, are, are bad news stories. When actually every day tens of thousands of police officers going out across the country and in London doing an unbelievably difficult and complex and oh, risking their lives job. as we saw today yeah. even with absolutely the and 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 uh and the, the slightly I've got to say the weasel words from Sadiq Khan today sort of uh, you know this is a man who flip-flops between one one minute the police are are the villains and the next minute they are the heroes so he's not like, he's not a popular mayor with metropolitan police officers uh, no not at all not not at all well you've got to remember his background he spent many years as a, as a lawyer um you know chasing after police officers his whole practice was set up to, to effectively sue the police wasn't it so yeah let me just uh, run this by it's just broken uh, this evening that's pa reporting tonight that investigators will consider whether race was a factor in a fatal shooting of, of chris garber by an armed 
officer, police watchdog, police watchdog has said, uh, the Independent Office of Police uh, Conduct, said they're going to explore all the circumstances surrounding the death of the unarmed 24-year-old, including whether race influenced any action taken by the police. Well, what's your reaction to that? Um, I, I can't really um, comment particularly on, on that issue because um, I wasn't there. I don't have, I'm not in possession of all of the facts. There's an investigation going on and there will be, there will be a great deal of video evidence from body-worn video and from vehicles and from police helicopter, I believe, was there. You've got to remember the initial report that went out in the evening standard the day after that was talking about a witness describing how the, the occupant of that vehicle was trying to ram police officers and police cars. Now, I, I, I don't know what, what the mindset of the officer was who pulled the trigger, but all I can say is uh, the UK has, has the third lowest um, rate of killing uh, its citizens uh, in the world. The only two countries in the world that have a lower rate are Poland and Japan. We, we have a 0.5 people per 10 million of the population are killed by police in the UK. France kill eight times more than the UK. Even countries like Sweden have about three or sure. four times. Well, I suppose more statistically, than the UK. I mean, these obviously, if if we have got to be very careful what we say about this case, because you say we we don't know the details, and that will come out in the in the fullness of time. But of course, if. Uh, I'm not necessarily talking about this particular case, but if, you know, one, someone, you knew someone who had a relative that was shot or killed by the police and it was, uh, you know, and it was a, an injustice, and it was done out so unlawfully, then, of course, you know, it doesn't, statistics don't really matter to you, do they? Because, of course, what matters is the fact that that has happened and, you know, that it yeah, shouldn't no, not, not, not at all. Absolutely, Lewis. Listen, I, 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 am de I feel desperately sorry for the family of, of Chris Cabot, desperately sorry, but I also feel desperately sorry for the police officers who have to put themselves into these chaotic situations and, and make split-second decisions that sometimes end in someone getting shot. Now, the, the investigation will, will come up with its own conclusions at the end of the day. But um, I think you've got to, people have got to start seeing police officers as human beings. They're not robots. And, and we're very quickly getting to a situation in this country where the police officers are running out of patience. The way they've been treated by this government over the last 12 years is absolutely appalling. The way they get treated by the mainstream media very often is appalling. And I, I can definitely, I tell you, I get contacted all the time by police officers. And I, I do, it does concern me that, um, that their patience is running out. And, and Ian, just um, finally, perhaps, I mean, just to link back to our top story tonight, I mean, obviously, anyone who's been in Westminster and around Westminster and central London over the last, you know, few days will know. I mean, there's an enormous, massive police presence. I mean, that will be absorbing quite a bit of police capacity from across the country, won't it? Yes, it will. Like any major event, like the Commonwealth Games or the Olympics, any of these things, that will be police officers will be coming and, and into London. a huge London task from, to try and yeah. police it in terms of, I mean, yeah. all of those thousands and thousands of people on Monday, an enormous, sort of enormous logistical, but also task around trying to keep that secure and, and, and you know, in terms of yeah. counter-terrorism and so on. Yeah, and there's no one better at doing that than the Metro Police. Um, I, I genuinely believe that the Metro Police, um, I, I genuinely believe that the UK Police Service is the best in the world, uh, but unfortunately, it's been set up to fail over the last 12 years. And it's the classic thing of if you, if you destroy something and then you complain that it's not doing a very good job, it's that sort of, um, some would say it's a neoliberalist thing, but I don't want to get into all of that sort of, politics but you know the, the, the economics of the politics of it and, and you think uh do you think mark rowley do you think he's the man to turn the, the met around if anyone can 
I think he's a fantastic and incredibly experienced uh, leader. Um, but I do believe, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to say that I think that job has become actually impossible for anyone. Impossible in what sense? In the sense that it's a poison chalice, in the sense that it almost doesn't matter how good you are. But I think there are so many people waiting to jump on the place at the moment that uh, the job becomes almost impossible. Ian, Ian, thank you so much. Ian Donnelly there saying, former superintendent of West Midlands uh, Police, among other things, the host of the podcast Tango, Julia uh, Foxtrot. So are you confident that Britain's police forces can keep our streets safe? Do you think those forces, especially the Met, can even get their own houses in order first? want to hear from you on this. 0345 6060 973. 0345 6060 973. It's Louis.